Hey everyone, welcome back to the Miserable and Magical podcast, or hello if you're new here. I'm your host, Helena. And I'm your host, Madison. Around here, we talk about all things Disney, Universal, Taylor Swift, and pop culture. In today's episode, we are really focusing on pop culture, so we're going to be talking about all the new news and everything going on, a bunch of fun, hot topics, and what's happened recently, and we're really, really excited for this episode. So, let's just get into it. All right, we're starting off with something that I think really needs to be talked about, even though it was a couple weeks ago, and that is the Met Gala. Uh, For anyone that doesn't know what the Met Gala is, it is basically fashion's biggest night that is held at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. Uh, It took place September 13th this year. Usually it's in May, but because of the pandemic, things had to change around. And uh, yeah, so the theme for this year was In America, a Lexicon of Fashion. So basically, celebrities were asked to embody the theme of American style. And in my opinion, I think a lot of people kind of went with their own theme if that makes sense. Like no, Agree. like, no one understood the assignment this year. Only, like, a handful, I would say. So, yeah. We're going to talk about our favorite looks, our least favorite looks, stuff like that. So, Helena, want to talk about your favorites? Uh, honestly, I'm not super into the Met Gala stuff. I mean, it it's fun, but it's kind of, like, boring at the same time, I feel like, because people just don't deliver. Yeah. Um, but... This theme, I didn't like the theme in the first place. Like, I don't know. I loved, um, I think my favorite theme was the 2018 theme. It was, like, Roman Catholic type of vibe. Like, that, that was, was a cool theme. That was a perfect theme. Like, this year, it was just not a good theme at all. So, first of all, this year is probably the worst I've seen for people's outfits. I- like, it was bad. But some of my, okay, first I want to talk about how do you feel about influencers being invited, such as, like, Addison Rae, um, Dixie and Charlie. Oh, God. Okay. I think, I think it's good and bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like some of their spots should have been given to other people. Like, there were a lot of celebrities that weren't there this year that I think should have been there instead of Dixie and Charlie and Addison. But, like... I think it's a, I think it's good and bad because it gets new people into the Met and like what it is and all of that. So like, it has its pros and cons, I guess. I agree. I feel like we should stop being so mean to like Charlie and Addison Ray. Yeah. Because I watched some of the um, Charlie D'Amelio show on Hulu and they go through so much stuff. Yeah. Like I really like Charlie's like the same age as me and I cannot imagine being in the spotlight like she does. So, I feel like we need to give them some grace, but also I get where Madison's coming from. Like, I don't really consider them, like, celebrities, because they're influencers, and I feel like some other people probably deserve to spot more. Like, Lana Del Rey, I'm pretty sure she didn't get invited, and I feel like she should have been invited. Yeah. Um, But I'm not going to be one of those people who are like, why are they there? Like... They're probably so sick of hearing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're probably wondering the same reason why they're there as well. Yeah, they're probably maybe? doubting themselves a little bit. Yeah, so I don't really have a big problem with it, but I can see why some people have a problem with it, you know? Yeah. So I'm kind of in the middle, like you are. Yeah. I'm pretty neutral about it. I'm pretty neutral about it. Yeah. So let's talk about our favorite looks of the night, and yeah. then we'll talk about our least favorite looks. So what's your favorite looks from the night? Okay. Do so you have any of the same ones? I have a couple. I'm going to just read a couple of the ones I have. Um, my first favorite was um, Billie Eilish's 
Like, I feel like... I had her on my list as well. Like, Billy kind of understood the assignment. Like, old, classic Hollywood. Very Marilyn Monroe vibes. Which I think is... Yes. That, that embodies the American kind of theme, basically. Like, with Hollywood and stuff. So I think that was Agreed. good. I think that was good. Like, Marilyn Monroe is like an American icon. Fashion icon, if you will. So I think that one was good. Um, mm-hmm. I said Kendall Jenner because hers was inspired by Audrey Hepburn's dress in My Fair Lady. And I feel like that one was pretty pretty as well. Like it just, I feel like that one was also old Hollywood, which is like what a lot of people that did. That one I don't agree with at all. Really? Because Audrey Hepburn is British. Oh yeah, true. But it was like so an American like, I film, I think. I don't know. I think that one was alright. I don't know. Another one, this, I'll just say this, I'll say two more, actually. I liked Lily, um, Reinhardt, is that how you pronounce her last name? I think so. I liked hers, because it was, like, it had all the 50 states, like, flowers, which I thought was oh, cool. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that like, just random flowers. Yeah, she, like, I, because I, I, when I first saw it, I was like, this is, what is this? And then she, like, explained it, and I was like, okay, this actually is a really good example of, like, what somebody should do for the theme, I guess. And then I liked Nikki Tutorials. She was another influencer that was there. Oh, I saw hers. Hers was cool. Hers was really pretty. It paid homage to the trans icon and activist Marsha P. Johnson. And I thought it was perfect. I thought it was beautiful. She looked beautiful. Yeah, those are my favorites. Yeah, so let's talk about my favorites now. So yes, Lil Nas X was one of my favorites of course although he did not stay on theme but i just thought his was kind of iconic you know i thought it was good i think it was his first met so i think he did a pretty good job he's been doing a lot of things recently so i liked it mm-hmm. um now megan fox i really liked her outfit yeah she had a cool outfit mm-hmm. i don't really know what it was inspired by but anytime i see like red i was like okay america like it made me think of america mm-hmm. and she had a really cool like hairstyle I don't know if you saw her hairstyle, but yeah. it was cool. It had, like, a straight bang kind of situation. It was kind of, like, Stranger Things boy hairstyle. Yeah. Like, um, bowl cut type of vibe, but she pulled it off. Yeah. Um, and then I had Billie Eilish. I liked her outfit, but I will say I did not like the color because she is so pale and fair, and her hair is bleach white blonde. So it really washed her out, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I agree with that. So I feel like she should have gone to, with a different color. And actually, I'm pretty sure she said her outfit was inspired by a holiday Barbie, not Marilyn Monroe. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, I think that's what I heard. I'm not sure if I'm, that's 100% correct, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was inspired by, which I like that concept. Yeah. But I feel like she should have gone with a different color, like maybe like a green or something. That would have looked great um, on her. Like a green, but yeah. like the color just really washed her out. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I like seeing a little bit of a softer side from her this year because you know last year she would have never worn something like that. She had black and green hair. She would just wear like the full Gucci jumpsuit type type of look. So I like seeing like a softer side of Billy. And then last, I have Eugene Levy <gasps> or Levy. I'm not really sure how you say. I his think last it's name. Levy, but I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> Yeah. He had a really cool outfit. I loved it. I thought that was a great one, too. I don't really know how to explain it. Would you know how to explain it? It was kind of like... It looked like a map, almost. It was like a map. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. I loved it. But it it. was, like, high fashion, not, like, cheesy. Yes. It was cool. It was very very well put together, like, very well designed. I loved it. I liked it. Yeah. All right. What about your least favorite look of the night? 
Um, I'm just probably gonna say like two or three. Okay. So I have um Whoopi Goldberg. I don't think I saw hers. She had this really weird purple ruffly dress on. I don't know if it was a dress. It just did not look good. Um, I didn't like it. Didn't suit her well. Then I have Anna Wintour. Oh yeah. I saw her. That was not good. I don't know. It was just like this really like fitted, like flowery dress. Did not represent the theme at all. Looked like she could have worn it um like in a fashion show, like like a casual Target fashion show thing. I don't know, like <laughs> like a Macy's fashion show. Yeah. Like it was and she does like the Met stuff. Yeah. So I don't know why she does like She's that. like the head of it. Yeah, so that was not cute. And then I have um J Lo. Oh yeah, I didn't um, like hers. her look like, and just felt very J Lo and she felt like she stayed in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, with her outfit and it just didn't represent America and it, I mean it looked good. Yeah. But not for the Met. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, what are yours? So most people have said these, so like I'm kinda basic. Um Sean and Camila, I did not like mm-hmm. their look. Camila was not giving. Sean's okay. Yeah, Sean's was it was all right, but Camila's. I like his look better two years ago. Yeah, Camila was not giving share. Sorry, Sean. Mm-hmm. She was not serving. Um, I didn't like. Okay, I have a love hate relationship with Addison Rae's because it's. Pretty. I kind of liked it, but not for the Met. Exactly, it was pretty, but like. It's been worn by people in the past, not the Met, but, like, it's been worn by people in the past. It just seemed like a recycled look and not, per- like, it didn't go with the theme. So I ch- agree. I put that yeah. one on there. And then I did not like Madison Beers. It was giving oh, me- I didn't see hers. It was, like, I don't know how to explain it. It just- Oh, wait, I saw hers. Hers was, like, a prom dress. Yeah, it was- look. I literally wrote down yeah, serving 2013-2014 prom night realness. I liked the color, though. The color was kind of cute, but, like, the dress itself, mm-mm. No, thank you. So, yeah. All right. Do you have anything else you want to add? Also, um, Kim Kardashian. Did we say that one? <gasps> oh, we didn't? Kim. Yeah. Because what was that? <laughs> She's literally just in all black. Couldn't like, even see that her face. that was not cute. It cracked me up, though. Like, she was posting with makeup by Mario, and she was, like, getting my makeup done, and then you couldn't even see her makeup for the night. What was the point of the makeup if you couldn't? Exactly. Also, how did she breathe in that? I don't know. <laughs> she looked insane. But, like, you do you, Kim, I guess. All right. Ready for our next topic? Yes. We I'm so excited. are going to be talking about the VMAs that happened a couple weeks ago as well. Um, Doja Cat was the host. I think she did an incredible job. I love Doja Cat. She killed it. She had a great performance as well. Olivia Rodrigo performed. Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow performed. Yeah. So what do you, what were your thoughts about the VMAs this year? I honestly didn't watch the whole thing. They've always kind of bored me. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of, you know, would like watch a performance and like change it to a different channel or something. I only watched a couple. Yeah. Um, Little Nas X was probably my favorite. Mine too. He had a really good performance. Um, Olivia's was good, but she really needs to focus on her breath control. Poor thing. Mm-hmm. Um, good for you. Like I could tell she was struggling. But other than that, um, didn't she sing another song? I can't remember which one it was. Was it Driver's License? Was it? Traitor? I feel like it I can't was. Remember. 
I don't know. I think it was driver's license. I would assume it was driver's license. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember for and sure. And she always does it with her slow songs, like, just her upbeat songs, like, she always, like, she's jumping around, so, like, she struggles. Yeah. But I loved her outfit she wore to perform. It was so cute. Yeah. I wrote it down. I said that was probably her best outfit I've seen her wear so far for, like, a performance. Yes. It was beautiful. It. Beautiful. She's, purple is just really her color. It like, really people is. people who have really dark hair... They just look really good in purple, and purple's her color. Mm-hmm. And I loved that outfit. It looked so cute on her. Yeah. I about Casey Musgraves? What did you think about that performance? I thought I it was like good. It. You didn't like it? No. Really? Because personally, I don't like that song. I don't like... It's called Starcrossed, I yeah, think. Yeah, Starcrossed. I don't like the song because I've never really liked, liked Spanish-style music, so that's probably why I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it had, like, a lot of Spanish influences on it, and it just felt a little bland to me. Like, um, with her recent album, I have a problem with it. She just sounds very flat the whole time, in my opinion. Like, yeah. I don't feel a lot of, like, emotion from her. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't my favorite. Maybe I'll have to go back and watch it again and see how I feel, but I wasn't a huge fan. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite of the night, but I did actually really like it. But my favorite was Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow, obviously. Like, I yeah, think they, I think they killed really it. Good. I loved it. It was good. And the way he was able to transition from Industry Baby into Call Me By Your Name, perfect. Mm-hmm. I loved it. What did you think of Justin Bieber winning Artist of the Year? Oh, I completely forgot about that. Um, I don't really remember who the nominees, other nominees oh. were, but I know they would be Better Choice. Oh, I have the nominees listed. Okay, let's hear them. Doja Cat, Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande... Olivia Rodrigo and Megan Thee Stallion with the other options. Well, obviously, in my opinion, it should have been either Doja Cat or Olivia. I agree. Definitely not Ariana, probably not Taylor Swift. They haven't done a ton this year. Um, yeah. Wait, who was the last one? Was it Little Nas? Megan Thee. Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, no, not her either. I feel like she was doing more last year. Yeah. I would say our Olivia or um, Doja Cat should have won. Justin Bieber... No, I just, definitely not. Yeah, when you look at the successes of, like, albums this year, Doja and Olivia were killing it. Like, they are killing, killing it. it. Like, they should have been the winner. Like, one of them Olivia should have should have won. She was the biggest artist of this year. Oh, for sure. I'm glad that she won two awards that night, though. I'm really happy with that for her. Or three, actually. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think that was... The red carpet looks weren't my favorite for the VMAs. No, I strongly disliked Little Nas X's outfit. I don't know what that was. The lavender dress yeah, slash suit. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> I think I I liked the outfit itself, but the mullet was like throwing me off. The hair. I didn't. I didn't love Olivia's either, to be honest. No, it wasn't. No. I just I wasn't impressed with the VMAs looks this year. I usually, I am. VMAs in general. I usually just like watch them on YouTube, like a couple performances. Yeah. Um, but like Olivia's, my favorite outfit was Olivia's performance outfit. Was just so cute. It was so her. It really was. It felt youthful still. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. All right. This is probably my favorite topic from today's episode that we're about to talk about, guys. We have a whole section for Taylor Swift today. Because she joined TikTok and the internet has exploded, okay? So there's apparently some Easter eggs in her TikToks. Have you heard about that too? 
kind of like everybody in the comments was talking about the glitch on her recent TikTok with wildest dreams. But other than that, I don't really know about any of the other Easter eggs. Yeah, so I wrote a little bit about all of the stuff going on right now, some of the theories, so I'm going to kind of get into it. So, let me... Okay, so in when she's, when she's promoting her release of Wildest Dreams Taylor's version, she was seen painting her nails red in the first clip, and then the clip ends, and there's like a glitch, like Helena said, and then it cuts the next scene of her in a blue dress, which is like very 1989, I feel like, with the black sunglasses. She takes off her sunglasses and winks, and of course the internet's like, what's going on? And some people were like, it's just TikTok glitching, but like, it's Taylor no. Swift. No, 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 no. Nothing no. is a coincidence when it's Taylor Swift. She's always plotting. She's always scheming. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't yeah. just TikTok being TikTok. That was, that was intentional. So some well, people... you can do the glitch effect on TikTok. Yeah. The glitch effect, you can use it. Exactly. So, like, it was intentional. I know it was not a coincidence, because it's Taylor we're talking about. So some people were saying, like... They were saying, like, it could be her way of saying, like, she's blending the eras of 1989 and Red together, which is cool. Interesting. Some people were saying that they found a similar glitch in the Bad Blood music video from 1989, which I thought was interesting as well. That could be her way mm. of hinting at, like, hey, guys, 1989 is coming. Um, oh, it's definitely coming. Oh, it's definitely it's, It has to be soon. You remember the merch that she put out during before the summer started for all the 1989 merch? And then yes. she took it off? Yeah. Like, it's definitely coming. It has to be. And then here's another crazy theory that's happened in the past few days um, that I read about. So... It gets weirder. So the Jonas Brothers posted a TikTok, and it was like, like, it was just really weird. Like, it didn't make any sense, and there was a glitch in it, similar to the glitch that was in Taylor Swift's video. And so, oh, weird. yeah, and people were like, okay, what's going on? So then somebody commented, they said, who edited this, and are they fired? Like, as a joke, talking about the glitch. And Nick responded, by posting a TikTok with the song Me playing in the background by Taylor Swift, and he was eating pizza. So then, Taylor comments... Well, there's a pizza theory. There's yeah, a pizza theory. that's what I'm about to get into. Pizza theory. From the Jimmy Kimmel thing or something? Or Stephen Colbert yeah. interview? She had, like, a picture yeah. of, like, a pizza in her little collage. But yeah. then, Taylor post, commented under Nick's little video of him eating the pizza with Me playing in the background. She commented... What was it? Love this, I think. Or, no, it was iconic with the pizza emoji. So then people were like, what does this pizza mean? And I'm thinking, pizza is big in New York. What is a song yeah. on 1989? Welcome to New York. Yeah. So I'm thinking we might be getting a Jonas Brothers collab on Taylor Swift's 1989 album. Oh my goodness. That would be so iconic. But it gets crazier. Joe posted... Joe posted... Literally, like, two days ago, a picture on his Instagram story. And it's it had Welcome to New York playing in the background. And then, on his Instagram, he posted a picture that said, Looking for, and it had the pizza emoji. And I'm like, this is, like, everything is, like, coming together. I'm like, we have to be getting a this Joe Bros and Taylor Swift collab. Like, it, it just makes sense. This is crazy like it's too much of a like, i didn't know all this until you said it like i did not know any of this jonas brothers videos existed isn't I didn't it crazy that. 
Like, yeah, we have to be getting a collab. We have to. Like, it this just makes, makes me really, really excited. I Literally, know. Taylor Swift is like, to me going. Also, guys, if you're listening to this right now, let us know if you want to read Taylor's version video. We'll do, like, a full in-depth review. Yeah. We can do that. It'd yeah. be so fun. We are... We'll do, like, a writing. We are so literally fun. diehard Swifties, as you can tell. So, like, we're yeah. down for it. But, yeah, that's the little pizza... 1989 theory for you guys but let's get talking into the album we know for sure is coming and that is red taylor's version so what are you excited for like what songs tell me everything so honestly i'm not like the biggest red stan Mm -hmm. i don't know i was never i didn't become a taylor swift fan until 1989 keep in mind i was like nine and a half when that album came out (laughs) we were all pretty young we were pretty young Mm -hmm. um so I didn't really, like, I knew the basics off of Red, like, everybody listened to We Are Never Getting Back Together, 22, our um, title of this podcast is um, a Taylor Swift song from Red, so it's a romantic, well, not song, um, lyric, Yeah. but, yeah, let's talk about what songs we're most excited for. I was not expecting a sad fall album to come, I thought we were going to get a fun summer album, but I'm still really, really excited. Um, so let's, what songs are you excited for? Um. You can talk about, like, original songs, and then you can talk about, like, um, new vault songs. All right. Okay. So, for anyone that doesn't, like, know me personally, Begin Again and The Lucky One are two of my all-time favorite Taylor Swift songs, so I'm obviously incredibly excited to hear those, like, re-recorded. I feel like they're going to be great, and Taylor's voice has definitely matured over the years, so I'm very excited to hear that. I love her voice. Me too. Me too. So... And I'm also obviously very excited to hear 22 because our t- our name is literally one of the lyrics in the song. So obviously I'm excited for that one. Yeah. And then for a bonus track, I'm a huge Phoebe Bridgers fan. So, and they're doing a collab together on a song. What is it called? I think it's... I think it's Nothing New. Yeah, Nothing New. I'm excited for that one. And I'm also excited for the 10 minute All Too Well. You already know. Yes. Can't wait to cry for 10 minutes straight very excited yeah (laughs) i actually put the same bonus tracks as you i put nothing new and i put all too well 10 minute version Mm -hmm. really excited i'm not like a huge phoebe bridgers fan i just kind of started like dabbling in her music i didn't really know she was till a while ago Mm -hmm. but i think i like her voice i think that song will be really good and then obviously all too well is like one of the best Taylor Swift songs of all time people argue that it's the best yeah and people have been wanting a 10 minute version for so long so i am incredibly excited about that and then for original tracks um we are never getting back together which is like a weird one to put but i just think that'll be a good one i think yeah with her mature i think it'll be a good one then I put regular All Too Well, Begin Again is an awesome, mm-hmm. an awesome song. And then I also put Stay, Stay, Stay. <gasps> that is a good song. I actually yeah, like that one I really, I really like that song. It's like, um, reminds me of Paper Rings. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys can't tell, we're really, really excited for Red Taylor's version. Also, um, how do you feel about the cover of the album? I don't like it. I, I really love it. I don't I really like it. I don't hate it. I'm kind of neutral, but more don't like it because it's literally a picture from the Evermore pictures. Yeah, I get that. So I feel like she would should have done something different. I like the vibe it's still of it. Cute, yeah, but I don't know. I I'm kind of in the middle on it. 
I know a lot of people don't like it. The re-recording, like, cover art is gonna be, like, the thing I'm most nervous for each time. Because, like, Fearless was... I liked it, but I didn't like the color. I don't... I think... But it's, like... I loved it. That's, like, the Fearless color. I mean, color, you know? Like, that gold, that's Fearless. So, like, I'm worried about... That's the one thing I'm, like, stressed about every time that she's gonna come up with a re-recording. I'm like, what is gonna be the cover art? Personally, I loved Fearless because, like, the shirt that she was wearing in it was, like romeo's shirt yeah very love story it it was the same pose but red taylor's version is just like not even similar at all to me yeah very different i don't like i really liked the colors in the fearless one actually like i liked the fearless but red taylor version i'm not like the biggest fan i'm really excited to see what she does with the 1989 one like i'm so hyped me too that's gonna be a great one i can already tell Mm -hmm. And Speak Now, that's one's going to be really good, I can tell. That's going to be my favorite re-recording, because that's my favorite album. I'm not ready for that one. I'm not mentally prepared. Yeah, I would say Speak Now is probably my one of my favorites. That or 1989, for the old ones that she's recording, not her new like music that she owns. I would mm-hmm. say those are my two I'm most excited for. Yeah, me too. All right, while we're on the topic of music, we're going to talk about some new albums that have been coming out and one that's on its way. So the first one we're going to be talking about is Montero by Lil Nas X. So this is a great album. Like, I really like it, actually. Have you listened to it? I haven't really listened to any of it, to be honest. I love it. It has so many good collabs, actually. Like, they've got Jack Harlow, obviously, Doja Cat, Elton John, which I was so surprised by. And that's, like, the coolest kind of collab ever. Um, Megan Thee Stallion and Miley Cyrus so like all great collabs the album's great I love it you have to give it a listen yeah 10 out of 10 recommend next one is Casey Musgraves new album Starcrossed we kind of talked about Casey a little bit earlier but um yeah I'm so on the fence about this album yeah it's not my favorite it's not my favorite at all but it's not bad Um, I love Golden Hour. That's like, my I favorite. I love Golden Hour. It's, it just doesn't compare. It's like comparing Happily Ever After to Disney Enchantment at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but there are some good songs. Okay, first of all, a lot of the songs in there like are Spanish influenced. And personally, I don't vibe with those songs. Mm-hmm. I just like... Probably why I don't like listen to Camila Cabello, because I don't like any of that type of music, to be honest. Understandable. Um, that's why I say I didn't like Starcrossed. But the songs that I do like are Camera Roll, yes, which is the one she did on Saturday Night Live the other night, mm-hmm. which is really, the lyrics are really good. And then Justified is just a good tune. I like it. And then Cherry Blossom. <gasps> those are all the ones I wrote down. Really? Yeah, all of those. But I also put Simple Times. I like Simple Times as well. But all yeah, of those. Yeah, that, one, that one's pretty good. All of those are, like, we have the same favorites. I love that. Other than that, I don't think I'll see myself listening to this album. It just feels very flat. Yeah. Like, I just don't feel emotion in it, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it doesn't feel like... Okay, so I like country music, but I like her country music, and it's definitely not a country album in any way to me. It definitely has some, like... Like, obviously, because she's got that twang in her voice, but, like, it's definitely not a country album. It's no, definitely not. definitely not. All right. The next album that we're going to talk about is one that's actually not even out yet, but I wanted to talk about it because it's an icon. Elton John has a new album coming out that he made during quarantine, which I think is super cool. 
I don't know if you're an Elton John fan, but... I'm not. I've honestly, like, only know, like, two songs by him. Really? No, I I don't know. I listened to a lot of the music that my, like, my dad listened to, and he never, like, listened to Elton John, so I probably just didn't, like, everyone to listen to it. I don't know. Yeah. But he does have a good voice. Like, uh, I think my favorite song by him is I'm Still Standing. I love That's that a great song. one. That's a really good one. But other than that, I don't, I don't really listen to that type of music. Yeah. I wanted to throw this but one tell in me a little bit about it. just in case, because there are so many collabs on this album. We've got Dua Lipa, Young Thug, Nicki Minaj is going to be on a song with Elton John, which sounds crazy, but I'm actually really excited for that one. Uh, Charlie Puth. (laughs) It's very odd. Um, Charlie Puth, Miley Cyrus, Stevie Wonder, Stevie Nicks, and Lil Nas X. So I think it's going to be a good good album. It has has a good track list. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Does he usually do that many collabs on his albums? Not really. Like, this is very different. Like, that's a lot of collabs. Yeah. I think there's a couple more that I didn't even list. But, like... Wow. It's it's quite the track list. I'm very excited for it. All right. Now we're moving into kind of, like, some TV stuff. We're going to talk about the Stranger Things trailer that just dropped. Um, I'm a Stranger Things fan. What about you? I would say I'm a Stranger Things things fan whenever the seasons roll yeah. around. Other than that, during the year, I'm not a fan. I agree. It's like it's like a not like a it's kind of like a seasonal thing for me. Like around no, Halloween I was time, say it's like a thing when it rolls around. No, just when like when a new season rolls around, like I'm a fan. But other than yeah. that, like not really. For me, it's like during Halloween time. Like okay, let me watch rewatch the series. I don't know why, but yeah. Um, but the new season four trailer just dropped. It's coming out in 2022, the new season. So I'm going to give a little bit of detail of what is in the trailer for anyone that hasn't seen it. And then we can kind of discuss a little bit. So it shows the family moving into what is called the Creel House, um, which seems to be a very creepy place. Like it seems it's giving me very much haunted house vibes. Like it's giving me murder house from American Horror Story vibes with like lights flickering the family's, like, terrified. There's, like, dead animals. There's, like, the radio going in and out. It's, like, really scary looking. Like, this season looks like it's going to be more horror and, like, like very, yeah. like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, creepy than I feel normal like it's seasons. creepier every season. Yeah, it gets progressively scarier each season. Like, scary. What's your favorite season? Mine? Yeah. Two. That's mine too. Yeah, mine's too. I don't know season what it one's is. Too boring. Season three is just too much going on for yeah. me. Season two is just a solid good season. It really was. But um yeah, like season three was good. I love Robin. She's like my favorite character now. But like there was too much going on that season. There was just too much going on. Yeah. And then after they like show the family in this trailer. It cuts to Nancy, Steve, Robin, Dustin, Lucas, and Max exploring this now-abandoned home. And they're looking for clues. I don't know what kind of clues they're looking for. And then it shows, it, it like, zooms out like a grandfather clock. And it looks like it's in the Upside Down. So I don't know if, like, the house is, like, connected to the Upside Down in some significant way. But, like, it was very, it was a very weird trailer. It was very, like, spooky, very horror, like, haunted house vibes. My question is, where was my release date? It says, it only said 2022. Oh, it said 2022. I don't hmm. know when, though. I thought it would be, like, it like spring, like, maybe, like, April, May time. Probably. I think somebody mentioned that. Yeah. 
I don't know. People were talking about, like, where's Eleven and Will and Jonathan, but, like, they moved at the end of season three, so that kind of makes sense, but, like, Mike was not in the trailer at all. Like, where did Mike go? Like, what happened to him? So I'm interested to see what happens with that. I'm excited for that. Me too. I think it'll be good. Me too. I usually watch the show with my parents because they like it. Like, we watched it over quarantine and they really liked it, so I think it'll be good. Yeah. Binge. For sure. Okay, next, we're going to talk about the new Mario movie, and then the casting was just announced. So, let's discuss. I'm not really sure if it's, like, a live action, I don't think, or it's, like, animated and they're voicing over it. I don't know. I, I really no don't idea. know much about it. I feel like it's... I feel like, like it's animated. New I don't know. That we just know about. But let's talk about the cast. So, Chris Pratt is obviously Mario. What were they thinking? What were they thinking? I don't... I just don't get it. Like, what? It makes no sense. Let's talk about the casting that we like, though. I really like Anya Taylor-Joy's Peach. Peach, that'll be perfect. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think that one's gonna be really good. Um, I think Seth Rogen was Donkey Kong? I think so. I think I read that. I love I think that's a good... I I think Jack Black is Bowser, is that correct? Yeah, I think that's perfect. I think that one's a good one as well. Yeah, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. I just looked it up. Keegan-Michael Key is going to be Toad. That is weird to me. I like Keegan-Michael Key, though. I think he might I do like him, do I good. just don't think that's the right part for him. It's very odd. It's very odd. But, like, then again, half of the casting for this is. Mm-hmm. Like, they really just grabbed a bunch and of then, people. And um, then Charlie Day's Luigi, which I think that'll be good. I like him. Yeah, I think that one will be good. But, like, Chris Pratt... As Mario. I don't know what they're thinking with that. Like, somebody... There could have been anyone else. It just doesn't He's work. He's too many things. Where I feel like I only see him as, like, one character now. Yeah. And like we were talking before, like it's like... I think Chris Pratt is an actor, but he's not, like, a voice actor. No, because his voice is too recognizable. Exactly. Like, how is he going to pull off the Mario voice? Like, that's You're not me out. Like, this is Chris Pratt as Mario, not this is Mario. Yeah. Like, it's not going to work. It's just not going to sound right. And I like Chris Pratt's acting. Like, I think he's a good actor. I just don't think this is the right role for him. Like, it's just not going to work. And Seth Rogen, his voice is extremely recognizable, but he was, like, in some animated movies. So I feel like he'll do okay. Yeah. I have high hopes for Seth Rogen in this one, I think. And Jack Black, obviously. I feel like they'll both do really good. Yeah. So let's talk about the new Spencer movie. Is that what it's called? Mm Mm-hmm. Why is it called that? I think her name is Diana Spencer. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So basically this is like Kristen Stewart. If you don't know who that is, that's Bella from Twilight. She plays Mm -hmm. Bella in Twilight. And a bunch of other stuff. Like, that's what she's most known for. Mm-hmm. And she's been playing Princess Diana in Princess Diana's own movie about her life. Um, I think it looks cool. Like, really cool. The trailer looks amazing. They did a really good job with the trailer just itself. So I'm very excited for the movie. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know a lot about her story. I know you're really into that. So yeah. if you want to share your thoughts on it. Um, I just think that Kristen is going to win a lot of awards for this. Like, just, yeah, me too. just from seeing the trailer... Anyone that's a huge Diana fan will notice that she, like, picks up her mannerisms so perfectly. Like, she, there's one part in it where she's, like, wearing um, 
black and red, she's like a, like a black and red outfit on, and like the way she just like moves her head and like the way like she looks is just very Diana. So like that's very cool that they found somebody like Kristen that can like match Diana perfectly, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I just think Kristen Stewart has really grown as an actress. Yeah. I didn't really know. People were really skeptical about her being Diana. But I just think she looks so much like her. Like, it's creepy. Yeah. There are some people, people have said that her English accent has improved because she was, like, Snow White and Snow White and the Huntsman. People say her accent's so much better. So I have high hopes for this I movie. I do, too. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. It'll be a good one. Yeah. So let's talk about the three Britney updates um obviously do you want to explain her situation for people that don't know just like a short little um summary okay of her situation i'm not the best of explaining it but basically her dad has control over basically everything well had and this is britney spears for anybody yeah, that's britney spears britney pop star icon like she's not able to do anything without like her father controlling it if that makes sense like her father's consent i guess yeah exactly like, she had to do a lot of things that she didn't want to do because her dad kind of, like, forced her into it. She couldn't do certain things like get married, have children. And financial stuff. Yeah, she financial stuff. Her finances and stuff. Yeah. But um, recently, on September 29th, Judge Brenda Penny actually ruled to suspend Jamie, who is Britney's father, as the cons- conservator of Britney Spears' estate. Which is a great step in this Free Britney movement. Yeah, because it's been going on for a while. People have been protesting it. Like, there's been yeah. protesters. It's a big thing. It's very um, big. So I hope she gets um, justice for herself. Yeah, apparently um, the next hearing is November 12th, which is where they think that her conservatorship could be terminated altogether. So that's going to be great, if possible. Because, yeah. you know... That's a huge thing for her. She's had to Obviously, be... She's, she's like a 40-year-old woman. She needs control of her own life. I can't imagine being in that situation. Oh, yeah. And, like, she's been dealing with all of this for such a long time. This is going to be, like, a great moment for her. So I'm really excited to see what November 12th holds. Hopefully good things. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about... There's possibly, or I guess it's confirmed. I'm not really sure. New Harry Styles album coming soon. It, is it confirmed? Do we know? I have no idea. I think... I've read this on... It's a rumor. I think it's a rumor, but I have no idea. It's just something we can talk about. I feel like it'll be interesting to see what people's theories are about this one. Mm-hmm. But, like, apparently some sources have said that Harry has been recording and writing his um, third album. During quarantine, he um, recorded it in England. They say that he's going to probably drop it unexpectedly. So Ooh, that'll fine. be interesting, kind of like a Taylor Swift situation when she dropped. I love when she does that. I know when she just dropped Folklore and Evermore on us. That was oh. that was fun. So that'd be cool with Harry. I feel like yeah. But yeah, they say a lot of details are top secret, but the track listing should be decided soon. A source says. So hopefully the source is correct, because I would love to yeah, hear I it. So. I hope so. Yeah, I think that would be super cool if that's true. Mm-hmm. Do you like Harry Styles 1 or Harry Styles 2 better? Do you really listen to Harry Styles? I don't really listen to him that much, to be honest. I'm not. Um, but I like Harry Styles 2 better, if I had to pick. I'm not a super fan, but I do like Maybe. his music. 
Yeah, I'm definitely not a super fan. I don't really listen to him on the regular, honestly. Mm-hmm. Every time, every now and then thing. And if I'm listening to him, I'm like, have a playlist of all his songs where I'll only listen to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be cool. Mm-hmm. If that's true. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about something a little bit controversial. If you know about the Gabby Petito case, it's very big right now. I'm sure you guys have heard about it. Um, so... There's a manhunt going on for Brian Laundry right now, um, the guy who is suspected to have murdered her, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's, like, a really big thing. There's a huge bounty hunter um, who's, like, in the public called Dog the Bounty Hunter who's looking for him right now. It's been going on for, I don't think, about a month or maybe less, a little bit less than less a month. Than it's a been month going on for a while. Yeah. Nobody knows where he is. He thinks he's had him. Um, I think it's going on in Florida where he's been looking for him. Yeah. But now some people are saying he's in the Appalachian Mountains Trail, which runs all the way from, like, Georgia up to, like, West Virginia, maybe even farther than that. Um, Some people are saying he's in North Carolina around the Boone area. So it's crazy. It's just an upsetting situation. It's just... It really is. It's just... I can't believe that he, he got... Like, he was able to escape. Like, they got out of, he just got out of their hands, like, ran away. I don't understand how they could lose a suspect like that. You know what I mean? And then his parents are, like, being really weird and secretive about it. Like, apparently they took him camping right when he got home or something. Yeah. And people were protesting out of, um, in front of his parents' home in Florida, I guess, is where his parents live. And they're being really discreet and weird about everything. They obviously and know where he is. I think they know where he is. Yeah. And I really hope they find him soon. Yeah. But the whole situation is crazy. Um, I don't know where he could be. Like, I don't know if he... I don't think he went out of the country. I think he's in the United States. Me too. It's just a whole... It's a really scary and messed up situation. And I really yeah. do... I really hope that he's found very, very soon. Doc says that he's yeah, hope- Doc says he's getting close, so I'm hoping Dog is correct. Cause I really hope so. He needs to be locked up for a very, very long time. And by a very long time, I mean for his entire life. Because like this is yeah, it's insane. I just can't wrap my mind yeah. around it. You know, the situation's really crazy. Yeah, um, and the fact that they were all like social media influencers now they have like so much more evidence from it. Mm-hmm. Um, really crazy yeah so let's get into a better topic <laughs> let's talk about the new season of snl it's season 47 can't that's crazy like probably the longest running show ever it's finally here um we're filming this on sunday october 3rd so the first episode was yesterday we watched mm-hmm. so the october let me share the october lineup yeah go for it so last night it was owen wilson and casey musgraves Next week, it'll be Kim Kardashian and Halsey. Then after that, Rami Malek, Malik and Young, Young Thug. And then, how do I say his name? Jason Sudeikis, I think. Yeah, I think so. And Brandy Carlisle. Not really sure who those last people are. Um, but let's talk about last night's show, just to get it started. I think it was a good way to start off season 47. I really do. I think it I was good. Too. I do miss Beck. Me too. He was he was one of the most iconic people on SNL. Loved him, um, but I'm glad to see everyone back together. 
doing the show. I'm excited for the new cast members. I actually really liked um, James Austin Johnson. He was he got to open the show up, which was really big for him because it's his first ever you know performance with the show. He did a great impression of Biden, I would say. But yeah, I'm very, I thought it was a good show. I thought there was a lot of funny things. Owen Wilson killed it. Casey killed it. Yeah, I think it was great. I thought it was a solid episode. I think there was like maybe two two or three skits that weren't great. But other than that, I thought those skits were really good and well written. Mm-hmm. And I thought everybody had a lot of energy. I thought Owen Wilson was really good. Well, obviously he's an actor, so he's going to be good. Casey Musgraves had solid performances. Um, I liked the topics. I thought they were good. Yeah, I'm excited for the next season. I think it'll yeah. be good. I think I'm a little nervous for next week's. Yeah, I think we all are. Yeah, and by a little, I mean a lot. Because I don't know how Kim's going to do. That's really up in the air. She could do really well, or she could do really bad. It just depends. I don't know. Because like, I don't think she has... Yeah. SNL sense like of humor. It's Elon Musk situation a little bit. Mm-hmm. But did did you watch that episode? Yes, I, I did. Was it bad? Was it okay? Was it good? Well, you know, Elon's very dry. Like he has a dry sense of humor, if that makes sense. But I feel like some of the skits he did was actually pretty good. But that episode was definitely a flop. There were some, like the skits were just not doing it for me. Like they weren't funny. I did like yeah. the Mario one they did. They had Grimes as Princess Peach, and he was Wario, which was pretty good. I like the, um, I think I saw a couple skits. I like the one where they were, like, in space, and it was, like, Chad. Mm-hmm. That one was funny. But that was more Chad humor, like yeah. Pete Davidson. And then the one that was, like, um, dinner, meeting people after COVID, like, seeing people for the first time after COVID oh, was yeah. kind of funny. He's kind of like an awkward person. Sometimes it makes it more funny. But Kim, I don't really know about that. It's just like she doesn't have, like, her voice is the same with everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't have, like, good. Yeah. She's like a distinct, like, monotone voice. Exactly. And she doesn't have, like, I don't think she shares the same sense of humor as the people on SNL, if that makes sense. Like, she just doesn't. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work very well. I could be wrong. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully she surprises so, us. Yeah, let's talk about the 2022 Pepsi halftime show performance that just got announced. So first, I'm going to say like who I think is going to be in the um, Super Bowl. That'll be fun. So I'm saying Kansas City and the Rams this year. Okay. Yes, for the football people. I don't know. Now let's talk about like the performances though. And I love, that's like my favorite part of the Super Bowl. I like watching the game, but like, Everybody looks forward to the halftime show. So last year was the weekend, and I loved it. Me too. I was in Florida when it happened, so I watched it in a Disney hotel. It was so fun. Um, but this year, we have um, a bunch of different people. It's very exciting. So it'll be really fun. We have Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. So um, mostly like rappers. Yeah. I think it's, it's going like to be a full rap halftime show. I think it'll be great. I think it's going to be awesome. I, I love everyone that's listed. I think it's going to be a really good time. I think it's going to be I fun. think Generation X will really enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that's Generation X is like people who were born in like the 70s, right? I think. 
Yeah, if I'm correct, I think. I think Generation X is really going to enjoy it. Like, our parents would probably really enjoy it. Like, I know my dad's going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, see, like, people like that performing. People who like 90s, 80s rap are going to love it. I just think it'll be a good show. I think it'll be a solid performance. And I like I like seeing more than one person, usually. Me too. Actually, um, Like, Lady Gaga is one of the only... Lady Gaga and The Weeknd, I like seeing them alone. But they were good alone. Like, Lady Gaga... She, she killed it. But this, um, if it was just one of them, I'd be like, eh, but like, I like seeing multiple people, so I think it'll be really good. Yeah, I think it'll be a really, really good performance this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I don't really know where they're holding it this year, but I think it'll be cool. Mm-hmm. So, let's, final topic, let's talk about um, Disney. So, as of today, it's October 3rd, um, 50th anniversary celebrations kicked off Friday. Um, it was so crazy. It was insane. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about all the 50th celebration stuff and some things that we don't like about 50th, some things we do like. I mean, it's kind of controversial. Yeah, kind of controversial, guys. So let's talk about how crazy the crowds were. Okay, first of all, there was not a kid in sight or the children. It was really weird. It was literally weird. It just makes me so embarrassed to see like all those like adults running towards the camera. Like, I mean, running towards the castle with like selfie sticks trying to get like a live stream for their followers and stuff it was just very weird very weird weird there was no kids there and i don't really understand people needed to get up at five in the morning to be the first day when they could go any other day for the next 18 months i agree and experience the same exact thing i mean maybe they wouldn't be on there on there on the birthday but like it's really not that big of a deal and like the fights that were breaking out over merchandise Oh, I saw so many Twitter videos of people breaking, like, fights breaking out because of merchandise. It's embarrassing. And people just, it was crazy. I just can't believe that's, like, a thing. I don't understand it. It's just so weird. Let's talk about the different shows. Which one do you talk about? Which one do you want to talk about first? Um. Let's talk about um, the kite show. Let's start it off easy. <laughs> <laughs> which one? The kite show. Oh, yeah. Kingdom. The kite show. Yeah, um, yeah. where do I begin with that one? It's definitely not great. <laughs> it's definitely very much last minute, I think. <laughs> you can tell that they, like, if you put the concept art picture of Mufasa next to the Mufasa we got. I didn't see it. First of all, this is supposed to be a kite show, correct? Yes. Um, they're balloons. Like, they're inflatable. <laughs> so, where were the kites? Where where were the kites, Bob Chapek? Where were the I think kites? It was kind of fun to watch. I didn't so really watch it, but I just saw that one sad Disney food blog video. <laughs> I'm, going, saw I'm, going to, video. I'm going to Animal Kingdom next week, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see it. I have to see it in person. Yeah, so you need to post a little thing on our Instagram accounts so all our yes. followers can see it, like, as well. Be, like, a little fun thing we do. Baloo got So, yeah, that show is crazy. <laughs> yeah, Baloo is stuck in a tree. They had to go get him out yesterday. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He got- th- one of the balloons crashed. It's just so funny. Yeah, that's, that's so funny. Oh, my God. So, what show should we talk about next? You can pick. We'll end with Enchant- Enchantment, okay? We'll, yeah. Let's let's okay. get on to Harmonious. Yeah. Um. So I haven't watched all of it before. What I've seen, it's 
I love it. I really like it. I think it, it looks super cool. It's stunning. I think it's a beautiful show. I think they did a really I, good job. Epcot is just my favorite park now at this point. Like, seeing the lights on the spaceship Earth made me want to cry. Like, I was like, I've never really cried from something like that, but I almost did because of how happy it made me. Oh my god. Um, the new, like, projection thing they have on, like, um, Spaceship Earth looks gorgeous. No, I literally started, like, tearing up as I was leaving Epcot the other night. Like, I was literally, like, they're so pretty. And it's so crazy, yeah, like, to see so it in person. Like, I was literally, like, I literally stood in front of the Spaceship Earth and was, like, my jaw dropped. It was so pretty. It's beautiful. Like, that really just, like, brings together the magic of Disney for me, just seeing that. I've kind of had a hard time with Disney recently, mm-hmm. like, loving it as much as I used to. Like, I've been kind of more on the Universal side, um, and that really just, like, I was just like, wow, it's so, like, beautiful, and this is what I imagine the 50th anniversary thing to be, and I think Epcot is the best park right now. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best icon, in my opinion, is the Spaceship Earth. I think it's, like, so beautiful. I just I I love it. And I think I'll honestly cry next time I go to Epcot if I'm over by the countries enjoying the ambience of the music and then just looking across and it's nighttime and seeing, like, the thing lighting up like that. Yeah. Like, it's, like, probably would make me emotional. Like, I just, I love it. Epcot. I'm so excited to be a person. Epcot really understood the 50th um, assignment. They are, like, yeah. the show is beautiful. The projections are beautiful. Like, that park has it down. Like, they did a yeah, great job for really that one. Does. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um harmonious we went on a little tangent with yeah. the light, but harmonious looks awesome i mean i heard a lot of people saying they don't like how much ip it has mm-hmm. Understood. but i think it looks beautiful i love the colors um do you think it has a lot of fireworks yeah i feel like you it's know, more of like a a show. show yeah it does have some I fireworks well cool. like epcot forever was just bad and we knew that, like, it was, um, like, a temporary show, so I wasn't, like, worried about it. Yeah. But, um, I'm excited to see it. I love Epcot, so I'm just, I'm just really excited. And Ratatouille, we could talk about that as well, because that's kind of with the 50th anniversary and Epcot. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited um, for that one. I don't know, Ratat- the Remy ride looks okay. Yeah. Um, looks a little boring. I'm more excited for the crepe, um, area. In the front pavilion yeah. that just opened up. Because I like yeah. crepes. But the ride, like, I'm excited, but, like, I've seen what it's like from Paris videos. You know what I mean? It's just like a little kid ride, really. Yeah. Just like a, more of a kid ride. But I'm so excited to experience it. I'm glad that Epcot got something new because I really need something new. Um, so I think it'll be cool. I agree. Yeah, Epcot's just killing it right now, honestly. Yeah. So, let's final topic of the whole episode let's talk about enchantment yeah let's discuss i think we have different opinions on it to we, be we do we do <laughs> yeah so you can share yours first i did not like it just flat out did not like it i was bored i didn't think it had a very good storyline moana was in way too many scenes there wasn't, like, a good build-up for Tinkerbell to fly. I almost missed her. And, yeah, I just... The ending was very cute. I will give it that. And I did like the Peter Pan kind of moment that happened during the show. That was cute. But overall, I, it's just not a good 50th show. 
What would you give it out of 10? Four. So I can, like, say my rating. A four? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I definitely liked it way more than Madison, yeah. honestly. <laughs> yeah, she did. Um, a lot of people don't like to see change, but I like to see change, honestly, in the parks. Um, I try to not be so negative when things are changing. Like, I'm like, okay, you know, I've seen the show a lot. Like, excited to see something new. But Happily Ever After is really something special. Everybody knows yeah. that. Um, I'm, but I think I liked the show overall. I think I gave it, like, a 6 out of 10. Um, I liked the music. I didn't like how it was instrumental a lot of the times, though. I yeah. thought the castle colors were gorgeous. That was one of my favorite things yes. about it. Like, the colors mm-hmm. were so different than Happily Ever After, and I really liked it. Um, I thought the fireworks, like, um, sequences were good. Um, definitely Tinkerbell's entrance was kind of weird. Yeah, it was very odd. Um, but I feel like people were being too hard on it a little bit mm-hmm. because Happily Ever After is such like a staple. I mean, I guess I know like people are like, oh, it's the 50th. Like, I get that. Like, I agree. Like, they could have done something more because mm-hmm. they kind of took something that was amazing and made it like mediocre ish. I agree. But the show's only going to be here for 18 months, so I'm still really excited to see it. Yeah. So I'm not going to try to complain too much, but I would say I liked it. Yeah, this is before I've That's seen it in person, by the way, guys. So my, my opinion might change. I am going to go see it next week, hopefully. So I'm hoping to my perspective changes a little bit. I feel like if I see it in person, I'll be able to, like, really get the vibes that everyone's getting. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I don't know. Some people are saying it's, like, complete trash, and I disagree. I think it's a good show. Yeah. I think it's a solid show. I do agree I don't like how much Moana was in there. I wish that they would have done more classic movies. Like, one thing I don't really love about Happily Ever After is, like, how much, like, Pixar stuff they have in there. Mm-hmm. Like, personally, I don't like seeing, like, Cars and Toy Story <laughs> in, like, a show at Magic Kingdom because it just doesn't yeah. felt like Magic like I feel like they should have focused more on like classic movies in the show like Cinderella Sleeping Beauty Peter Pan um 101 Dalmatians like stuff like that and they did a lot of new movies like Frozen 2 Moana um like new movies and I don't like that yeah I think they did Cars too I was like I think so I I was really hoping for a tribute to Walt and Mickey and Roy at the end just have like something special for them for the 50th but I just we didn't get that, so I think that would have like I, that would have made me like the show a little bit better if they had had a I tribute. I really don't like the emphasis on these new like new movies yeah. that they do. You have to um, honor the classics on the honor, yeah. like the older ones that were out when the park first opened, like yes. before that, like so, like the seventy one, like every movie that was before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts. I think I'll definitely like it more when I see it in person, though. I agree. It, it definitely changes your opinion, but it's so hard to compare a show when you're comparing it to Happily Ever After because you just can't. Yeah, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, that's our thoughts on that. Yeah. Now it's time for, you know my favorite time of the episode. It is time for Small Shop Shoutouts. Who's excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> this week's um, Small Shop is Like Magic Co., I found them scrolling through Instagram like I do most of these accounts, and I absolutely fell in love with their simple and stylish designs. Just some background for you guys on the shop, Like Magic Co. is a small embroidery shop that specializes in making 
minimalist fandom style that has appeared before your eyes just like magic. That's actually their slogan, which I think is super cute. Like, I love when shops have, like, little slogans for their shops. I feel like it makes it extra, like, unique and special. So, yeah, that one's really cute. Um, I feel like um, it's very rare to find shops where you're absolutely obsessed with everything in the collections that they have. But, like, guys, I'm not kidding. I really do like everything in this shop's, like, shop. Everything looks so cute. Um, the colors they use are very, like, pleasing and calming to the eye, if that makes sense. They use very neutral colors, like tans and, like, greens and black and white. Like, very neutral, simple colors. But I really like that. I really, really like that. Um, my favorite item from the shop. I always share my favorite item for each one that I do. Um, I like their Autumn Mickey Crew Neck, which is a pretty dark park sorry, pretty dark tan color, and it has, like, a little Mickey Mouse pumpkin on the side with some, like, flowers, like, golden brown flowers, and they're really pretty. It's just a perfect, like, fall autumn crew neck, and I really love the design. It's so simple, but so pretty. So, yeah, go check out Like Magic Co. on Instagram at Like Magic Co. for new designs, latest shop updates, and things like that. Thank you very much to Magic Co. for giving us the chance to talk about your shop on the podcast. And yeah, that's all for this week's shout out. I'll be back next episode with another incredible small shop for you guys. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for letting us uh, feature your shop. So that about does it for today's episode. It was a super long episode Yeah, it was. Very long. So grab some popcorn when you're sitting down watching this (laughs) episode. Um... But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We had so much fun talking about everything. I think this is like my favorite episode yet, to be honest. Me too. It was really fun to discuss different topics. Super fun. So yeah, we'll see you guys um, next, not next week, but the week after. We have a lot of fun things planned for this month. We're going to be doing some Halloween episodes probably. Um, It'll be fun. So we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.